Hey guys, it's Wa. And I'm Chris, and welcome to DocuSweeties. We're two longtime friends who discuss the riveting and sometimes trashy world of reality TV and docuseries. Yes, honeys, but through our own lens, which is tainted by a little pepperiness, a little saltiness, maybe a little bitterness, but hopefully at the end of the day, mildly sweet. Yay! So today we are talking about 90 Day Fiance, Happily Ever After, Season 7, Episode 12. I don't know the name of it, but you know, we, we did our best. We are, we are on the road. And so if you see some crazy lighting, if we stumble over words, if we don't know the name of the episode we are watching, listen, give us some empathy, give us some space. We are giving you content from across America, honey. We have been traversing the globe, honey. We've been going through the weather, through the topography, a lot, seeing the beautiful geography, which is America, and really having the time of... I went through the time, the of, time our of our lives, the time of our lives in this moment, you know, and we'll never do this again. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> um, the first couple that we are going to talk about today, the couple that had the most awkward of awkward situations was Bilal and Shida girl, like cringe, cringy, cringe, cringe, cringy, crunchy cringes. Nope. I couldn't do it. Uh, yeah, like I, things feel so fake. But basically, Shy decides to a introduce us to her best friend, who's like in town in New York, and b also like wear colored contacts. And both things felt phony. So um, at first, she's packing, honey, and she's excited to go to New York City. And I remember this, like, be living in California and feeling like, oh, we get to go to New York City, honey. It's the fashion capital of America. It's like a lot of culture. It's like the bustling energy, the city that never sleeps. It's like always something happening and there's so many taxi sounds and what do I pack? It takes me like so long to do it. Like now I'm like better at it, but I remember just being so overjoyed being able to go visit New York City when like, it, uh, you know, or when I was whatever, young and ignorant go ahead i went to new york city one time before i actually went to live there for six years so that is who i am i am a new yorker and i will hold on to that till the day i die and if you can make it there you can make it anywhere let me tell you she made it there so she and Bilal are packing their louvre and she wants his assistance in packing her bags because she's already only has three outfits in and it's full. And she says that she's getting used to the American way of life. She has such a weird accent. Like sometimes she says things like as though like the sound is at the soft palate on the top of her roof of her mouth. It's very interesting. And, and I'm like, you're not getting used to the American way of life. You're getting used to the Bilal way of life. Like, and I want Shida to know that the things that Bilal are asking you to do or wanting from you or expecting from you is not the American way. It's his way of life. So they get to New York city and it's loud and she's so excited. And he has to just try to, you know, shine on rain on her parade. Honestly, anything that she's excited about, he has to try to temper her excitement. And let me tell you who can possibly like understand a little bit where Shida is coming from is Chris, because I am that person to Chris, Chris. You rain in my parade. Yeah. Constantly. Chris wants to twirl around and I'm like, get in this car and sit down and let's go. And she's like, no, but we have so much time. And I'm like, no. 
because I want to go see Deadwood and I want to go see like Lake Jenny. And then sometimes when you're in the car for like nine hours, you have to get out and skip. Skipping feels really, really good because it does weird things like weird bouncy things to your legs, you know, that like feels differently than just sitting. But I, so I have to skip around gas stations and I feel like Wa feels a certain way about that. And let's just say it's probably like awkward. Oh, no, I don't care about you skipping around gas stations. It's it, yeah, that doesn't bother me. So she gets dressed and they go out onto the town and she's wearing a sundress, but modest. She like has a like a matching like nude, like long sleeve situation underneath. I love I love how she does her modern wear. It's a cute outfit. Then they get to Broadway and she's like on Broadway. Yeah, she's Dennis and now George Benson, honey. She's filling all of her feels about Broadway and she thinks she loves the energy. She thinks it's great. And Bilal is like, you can't barely hear yourself. Like, he doesn't want her to like anything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but like there could have been a lot of great Broadway shows. Like they could have seen the Michael Jackson musical, which I think is supposed to be really, really great. They could have go seen, you know, like Ain't Too Proud to Beg, which is great. It's all- anyway, by the way, I didn't have Louis Vuitton luggage. He had his, and I noticed that she had luggage and was not. I wanted to be like, by this time, you should have bought her matching Louis Vuitton luggage. Like she should have some too. Like it's not just one thing to watch you like travel around. Like anyone who sees a couple, like the reason why Bilal bought the luggage is to make himself look fancy, good, sophisticated, fresh. And if he has a beautiful wife and she should have matching luggage, otherwise he doesn't look as fancy, fresh. Blah, I would not luggage. even think about that. I would not even think about requesting matching luggage with my fancy husband. So he asks her in their ITM, do your feet hurt and it was done incorrectly chris yeah you know it's like first of all he is so cringy i mean listen i don't think the worst of him i don't think that he's just like the devil incarnate but i will say that on instagram he tries so hard to have a sense of humor and it is a thud each time because the man is not funny and so the same thing in this situation he's like hey hey um i have a question for you yeah um how are your feet feeling um they're okay well, uh, are they tired? Because, um, like, they so sore, tired at all? Why? Because they've been running through my mind all day. No, <laughs> I did. I did it. I'm Bilal. Oh, but dum bum ching boom boom bing. However, that sound makes mm-hmm. in the U.S. Funny, you know. So it's just like it's just like just awkward. I don't just say it, it, it but in the, and then this whole segment gets even worse. So like at that point, you're like, whatever, you know, she doesn't have the fancy luggage and they're in New York and he's not buying her anything. Like, please go to a Chanel store and just like give her something like to, to remember you by. And then they go and meet up with you, Eugenis, 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 Eugenis. I really hate you. And she is her friend, honey, who just like comes in this smart green business 80s woman's business suit. It's almost like she looks like a nutcracker. (laughs) I liked the suit, but this energy that she comes with is frenetic and also 80s in that kind of cokey way. Like, I don't think she has like canotic frenetic coke energy is what I really want to say. But like, she is also holding her lips in such a tight way that also begs the question but anyway god bless and and listen i know i I watch a lot of love after lockup so i'm just like constantly looking for like telltale signs of drug drug use for my real reality stars in my of drug use do 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 do
No, you're right. So anyway, this dinner starts, honey. And even though it's a nice, fancy looking place and like I'd be so excited to sit down for my New York dinner and I feel so bad for Shy because she's like my best friend and my husband. Like, what do you think of my husband? Isn't he husbandy looking? And she's like, you, you know, um, I hope you don't mind, but I'm going to have some some questions for you. And the way she's doing like her face and her jaw leads me to believe that she's somewhat insecure. And she thinks like many women out there, that if she poses herself in a very specific way, then that will, when people look at her, they will see the exact idea of what they, what they think is sexy on their face. Like if you are on patreon.com slash docusweeties and you have our, our, you know, you pay for it, you, you see the visual of what Chris is doing. And this is quite literally what Chris does in public with me. And it's, it's, it's hard for me. It's like, I don't know what's happening because my friend is just posing as though someone is taking secret silent pictures of her. And I feel like that's what um, Eunice, I don't know her name. I feel like that's what she was doing. Yeah, I told you I didn't know. I don't know. And it was awkward. Uh, I mean, she's a black woman, so I'm not going to say she was doing coke because, like, you know, that's, I don't, dark skin, I can, you know, I can't. But I'm going to say that there was a lot of jaw tension and there was a lot of poking out of the lips and like batting of the eye and like putting down of the chin. So here's what that tells me she thinks that her eyes are lovely. She thinks that her lips are small and she thinks she has a jutting chin. She does, you know, all those things are true. Check, check, and check, you know. And so that's why she changes her face that way, that do to like accentuate or hide those items. Okay, so when I pose, yeah, I want my lips to always look bigger because I don't have any lip fillers and I, I feel like I want to like. And we can totally tell that you're doing that. It's like n- not even, like, no one is like, oh my God, that's her natural lip. Okay, because this is my natural lip. Yeah, and when you like do the pouty face, do it again. It looks like you're doing a pouty face. <laughs> anyway, okay, so uh, yeah, well, God bless. So my tricks. So anyway, this they don't be border drinks, drinks, and you know, like she's just like, can I ask you some questions? And he's like, uh, I don't know. Do you want to ask? He's kind of like. Answers a question with a question. Yeah. So it's like, so, okay, sorry. It's like, let me, how does he do it? He, he, she's like, do you mind if I ask? Yeah. Do you mind if I ask you some questions? Like, do you mind if you ask me some questions? She's like, do you mind if I ask you some questions? No, but like, I would like to ask you some questions because you're dating my best friend. Well, I don't feel like I should have to answer any questions from you. If these are questions about me and your best friend, they're between me and your best friend. So you can see your way out of this conversation. And let me tell you, Chris Fair agrees with Bilal. This is how I feel. I feel like she came with energy that was confrontational. She, I felt like she came with energy that was confrontational. Now she, because Wa brought this up, is coming with the energy of having heard from her best friend a bunch of complaining, mostly about Bilal. I won't give her kids. I won't buy her Louis Vuitton luggage. You know, like, you know, I'm sure she he does pranks look. on her. He won't let her wet up his floor. He doesn't <laughs> like the way she cuts chicken. Pranks, 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 farts mm-hmm. in her uh, yoga class, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like. So she has some questions about like, what, you know, what are your true intentions for my friend? Also, she's on a reality TV, guys. Like, let's just get to the nitty gritty. This woman is on reality TV and producers have produced and they've talked to her and they've said, hey, go in and do this. This is what you can kind of do. Ask, like, pretend you're going to grill him. Ask them those questions. X, Y, and Z. This is your girl. So she said, okay, thinking that Bilal would understand that we're on a TV show and that there are producers producing. 
Yeah, but Bilal like doesn't like to be bossed around, and Bilal feels very like alpha imam. You know, that's like that's his, in his mind. He that's a superhero character. In his mind, he's alpha imam, and he's he's not an alpha at all. Mm-hmm. So he just you know like he won't let it anything land without being known that he is the one that's controlling the situation. So he won't doesn't he doesn't want to answer a question. He doesn't want to even have the temperature be kind enough for a question to land. And so they're kind of going back and forth and talking about how awkward it is. And meanwhile Shy is like, okay, well, oh here are the drinks, here are the drinks. Can you just come and get me a drink? Can I have a drink? <laughs> you know, and her friend gets a drink and then I notice that Shy and Bilal get the same drink and they're and then wow I thought that they were both virgin drinks, whatever they were, because they shouldn't be drinking alcohol. Right. Yeah. Also with the handshake, like, I mean, depending on, I guess, how strict of Muslim you are, Bilal should not, not should, but some sects of uh, Islam don't allow men to touch any woman that is not like a family member or their wife. Yeah, even if you're Kim Bali and you want to fist bump someone, you know, you're not allowed to. Yeah, so it's like, and we've seen it on the show, so it was interesting that maybe here in the States, especially if you're an American Muslim person, like, like not just American because your family came over, like, you know, a generation, two generations, three generations ago, but I mean, like, American, like, descendants of the American slave trade, instead of doing Christianity, you did Islam instead, uh, <laughs> that you, maybe that's not a part of the the, the culture that, like, took on so interesting but yeah so it's very awkward for shida and it doesn't end on a good note eunice no. or whatever her name is feels like she was being uh not disrespected but very uncomfortable and i could see that because like girl Bilal, y'all are on a tv show so the way you got around that is being like sure you can ask me any questions i might not answer them but going yeah, ahead i might not answer them like uh you know you could try yeah or something like that. I can't promise anything. Can't promise anything. Yeah, that would have been a perfect response. But he's just wants to assert his, I don't know, masculinity and that he won't be questioned and he won't be whatevered. And also he's already kind of annoyed because he feels like Shida is bringing bad juju by hoping to walk away from this trip pregnant. And, you know, Chris feels like she should it's like the same storyline over and over again and i think she's right chris is right yeah i said it was like literally one note like every time we see them it's just like but that's what i'm saying like yeah i think you're right with that i think that it's like we're tired of this baby storyline like it's he doesn't want to do it okay we get it and we don't have to talk about it every single episode. And so he feels the same way. We don't have to talk about it. I'm not yeah. going to get her pregnant. If you're pregnant, like, God bless, inshallah, like, you know, whatever. Aslam alaikum. Yeah, all this. But, like, not right. then buy things on Instagram. Matching outfits. How about that matching Louis Vuitton luggage? It's really important to you, huh? Well, she said, why have it for him if she can't have it as well? It's like, maybe she doesn't want it. Maybe she wants other she things. Okay. Well, anyways, that was the end of that awkward, you know, whatever nutcracker event. Yeah, literally I, and figuratively, honey. She tried like, to crack the nuts. She looked like she was like an extra from nine to five in that outfit. Working nine to five. I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. So next, I want to try to do her facial expressions. Is it like for people on Patreon? Is it like her chin is very pointed? I think she's really pretty. I don't think she's ugly at all. So but her chin is pointed, and her she just it seemed that she was just holding so much tension in various points of her face and moving her face so in so animated in such a way to like 
because she was like offended. It's like she came with intense energy and was offended that she wasn't able to like get at him. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's at this, and that's I guess why I, I think I feel some sort of way, which is you came with an agenda. You wanted to make him feel uncomfortable and ask him the hard hitting questions. And for whatever reason, he was like, no. But they're on TV. That's the thing we have to rec. I, I mean, I get what you're saying. Let's, let's take away the producers and let's take away the fact that this is a scripted show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. In that case, yes, you would be right. She did come with negative energy and she probably wouldn't have done this if it wasn't for the show's sake, at least not out in public on the first time meeting him. However, I think because she was ex- there on a show, she's expecting him to play ball or at least play ball in a way that she's able to banter. He did not do anything. He he completely tried to shut it down in a stupid way that she couldn't even work with. You can try asking me questions. I might ask you questions or like whatever he said. It wasn't even that good. Yeah. You think they're going to like go in New York? This is such a boring, like I better see Shy enjoy New York. Think she's going to get like yummy smelling nuts that are in a bag like hot roasted nuts. His yummy smelling nuts. Anyways, no. let's move on yummy, yummy to Jovi and Yara. I need you to see his Rockefeller Center. Oh my gosh. So with Jovi and Yara, what happened? They went to dinner with this strong jawed friend and another strong jawed friend. And they talk about dating other girls from the Ukraine when he was his travel buddy and then Yara is jealous, but it's kind of fake. And then there's red flags that the man, what is the name, Buddy or Joey? I don't know his name, but let's call him Buddy. So Travel Buddy says that her behavior is red flags in America. And I said to myself, yeah, she's been living in America for four years. She knows what red flags are. So you don't have to try to like describe what that means. Yeah. And she's then- smarter than you. She's been, she's been smarter than you. Like you are different knee deep and you know ukrainian pp poo poo both 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 honey both all three all three you know he <laughs> literally walking it out fast enough and the truth is all three is what he has been <laughs> knee deep in he can't wait to get over the you know like foreign waters to just like really bathe in something else yeah. you know <laughs> uh, i mean that man has seen a lot and jovi's seen it with him i mean like He's like, yeah, I had a pass before you. And like every time Yara hears this, I feel like she's just like that's strippers. I, I have to get this. strippers. I have to get this a house. And this is strippers. Hard. I gotta get this away. I mean, that's not for my daughter, honey. I mean, yeah, that's not for my Mila. Yeah. And so then ah, they start talking about the fact that she was trying to have like some kind of secret apartment in the Ukraine. No, don't. She's yeah, <laughs> she's hiding it, and it's an investment. And I wasn't hiding it. I told you, you dumbass. All of a sudden now, Yara's like, I told you, you just weren't listening. It's like, bitch, when? Yeah, no, no, no. When the morning we went. <laughs> so then, so then the friend is like, "Well, that's not what we do," and she's like, "Well, how do you know? You don't have a family." I said, "Oh, shots fired, bitch!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. We fuck. Yeah. What do you mean? He, so uh, this is that stupid argument that sometimes people say. I was like, "Oh, you don't have kids, so you can't speak on what it's like." You're, that's true, but to a certain extent, I can tell you you're being a shitty parent. Secondly, oh, you what do you know what it's like to have a family? You don't have one. You're not married. Okay. And I can tell you that it looks rotten from here. Okay, something's rotten in the state of Denmark, and I don't have to be fucking living there to smell its funk from a mile away, Hamlet. Yeah, but at the same time, Yara does not have to hear Buddy's opinion, honey. Of all people, <laughs> she doesn't have to hear Buddy's, who is Jovi's friend. Like, you know, I think that Yara, this was like a classic season one Yara, like, yeah. quip. You know, this was like, you know, why do you, do you want, are you just trying to, like, get to America? Like, no, have you seen this place? Disgusting. I'm, I'm, <laughs> 
Europe. <laughs> yes. I'm the American four. I don't care. No. Jovi. And then we like cut to Natalie, who's like, Mike, I love you, Mike. I think I love you again, Mike. Mike. Maybe I move here, Mike. Okay. And so then the Jovi's like, hey, can my friend come to Germany with us? And Yara's like, Jovi. And she takes a sip of wine. And that's not enough for Jovi. He like needs, he's like, wait, what do you mean? Uh, he can come with me. You're going to be with your friends. And she's like, yeah, because my friends are running from the war in Ukraine, Jovi. This is not a luxury friend, buddy cop trip. Well, they got beer over there. Me and my buddy are going to drink beer and you'll be with your friends. And she's like, Jovi, disrespecting trip because he just wants some friend to come and be on his side to show that Yara is stupid and making wrong decisions. That was really Andre's accent. I messed up. Yeah, well, it's okay. I forgive you. You're really good at accents. Yeah, Yara, you know, wants to now. I'm so. I really am. So, I mean, I don't mean to be like I'm sick of everyone's storyline, but basically, they want to be like now. Yara's going to be like, I should stay in Europe and help with the war and my friends. I should stay here. No, you, I'll just stay here instead. And I don't think that's also like a doable thing, Yara. You know? Yeah, you're I mean, right. But on, like, Yara. you know, what can she do? What can she's, she she's do? doing her absolute very very best like the girl wants to help her family <laughs> out and i i just you know what i'm saying i just i'm like i can't fault her for wanting to do that you're right but at the same time i just truly where's feel myla like i can't oh no i don't want to see any more myla no Olga, be honest with you. i don't want to i can't see any more ellie and any more any more myla like i just oh ellie ellie kept saying that one word we'll talk about ellie do you want to move on yeah, as soon as I finish doing what I'm trying to do, cover it, cover it up. Damn. Okay. Uh, <laughs> sorry, she's like, you know what it is? This is so annoying for us. And just so you know, uh, we do the Lord's work on Patreon to like bring you pictures. And every time we try and take a picture from our phone, it is in the format of an H-E-I-C, not be not not head bitch in charge. I wish it was like a head bitch in charge picture. It's not H-B-I-C, it's H-E-I-C. I have to go and export it to be a JPEG anyway. And we have to do that for every picture that we show you. And but we do it for the Lord's work, and and then sometimes we forget a picture. But this is the best picture because this is the next couple I want to move on to, and we got to talk about this. So Jenny and Sumit, y'all. Okay. So let me put the picture up so you know who exactly who we're talking about in case you forgot who these biddies are. So Jenny and Sumit, right? So they're in India, and Sumit is back Jenny. at work, and this silly lady has decided that she's going to clean up her home. And start to decorate so that she can prepare for her daughter, Christina, to come to India. Christina and her wife. Yeah. And she gets up on a chair, girl, and falls and, like, busts her elbow or some shit. Yeah. And she goes, has to go to the hospital. And they have to do her range of motions to see where it's at. And they find out that she's okay. But in the meanwhile, they have to jiggle her underarm That's the, wor- skin, the worst and thing I've like, ever oh. seen. They were like, she's like... I'm having some weakness in my arm. And this doctor goes like this. I mean, this doity, 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 doity. And I'm like, first of all, that's not like weakness in your arm. That's loose skin that we all have like bat wings, you know? Like, that's not like me being like, you know, like I can barely pick up this, this, you know, cup or whatever. Like it's, you know, that's not, that's weakness. Sorry. I don't like to hold my own things. I'm just like a princess. I mean, I can hold it for you, but then. I can hold it for you. I wish you, you would. Move your mouth I around. wish you would. I wish you would. So anyway, so um, yeah. So she's like, you know, give. She's just, I mean, flinging that skin back and forth. I mean, rude, rude, rude. Like nothing you would do to a woman that you respected. And so then they decide to just give her some treatment right there, and that treatment is acupuncture, I guess, <laughs> which is great. You know, it's just like, oh, right there, a little acupuncture, and honey, just like do you mind needles. And she's like, no, but you know who does submit. 
Yeah, Sumit's like about to pass out, and he's like nervous. He says that it, it's it's fallen into his stomach. I mean, you can't call him a baby. I can call him a baby. Oh, I'm calling him a baby, and I'll tell you why. First of all, any that little baby loves his mommy. Little baby wanted mommy. That little baby loved the mommy so much. It pretty much is, I think, dating Jenny because he loved the mommy so much. And the mommy won't give him any sort of love, any sort of attention, you know. And he's been missing the mommy's booby the whole time. And so it's just like now that he, like, is so starved of his mommy's booby so much or whatever, like, and he's decided to, like, try and get whatever he can from Jenny. That man loves I love so much, you know? Why? Listen, what? you are one of the most sensitive people I've ever met in my entire Me life. Personally? Yes. My it's personal, a- emotions? My per- what? All of it. Yeah, well, senses. Yeah, senses, emotions, everything. My senses? Yeah. You are a, a sensitive ass person. Like a hunter? And- my sense- I don't know, like, are you saying that like, my, my senses, like a hunter, like are sensitive? Like I can like taste and see things no like touch feel hearing yeah all of that you are sensitive yeah yeah. and so for you to talk about this man as though he's not supposed to be sensitive or like there's some difference is ironic and interesting how because you think that i'm a daddy's girl no oh yeah okay well great i know but i was just saying you're right yes like yes oh yes yes i missed that joke Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah God damn it. I missed the joke. I missed the joke. Yeah, she's a Jenny girl. She almost bought a fucking Swiss Army knife that said Daddy's Girl on it. Did you actually buy it? No, I wish I had. No, I'm glad you didn't. I'm like, she's like, you want a Swiss Army knife, why? No, I don't. Why? So you can always have a bottle opener in your purse. Chris, because I don't fucking want a Swiss Army knife. Okay, well, first of all, she would have liked to have a wine opener always at her avail in her purse. And it has like a nail file. I don't understand why she thinks it's so, it's like so bad to have a multi-tool thing that you just need sometimes. Or just, a wine opener, she loves wine. Yeah, I have a wine opener and it doesn't have On to- your person? No, but it doesn't, I could carry one if I wanted to. And it could also be used as a shank. I have several wine openers. Yeah, so you, but if I, what if I gave you a Swiss I don't Army want knife? an ugly wood one from South Dakota. Well, guess what? They don't have it in your name anyway. Oh, burn. Sick burn, bro. Whose name is Chris with the silent H. (laughs) (laughs) So anyways, she gets home and she says to submit that accidents can happen, babe. Accidents can happen. You should be home more. And Chris felt a ways about it. She came up out of her stupor, her Instagram stupor to say, Oh my God, Jenny, how dare you tell him, this man, that he can't work, that he should not work for the rest of his life because at any time you could fall and break a hip and die. And his whole like reason on earth is to like make sure that like you haven't fallen, you old lady who refuses to do Kama Sutra or yoga. Come on. Listen, you wouldn't hurt yourself all the goddamn time if you would just get up and do a sun salutation every once in a while. And if you did, it would maybe even make Sumit's mom like you more. I mean, that's a sick burn, bro. You know who teaches yoga? Um, Shy. Yeah. Shy. Shy be a great yoga teacher. You know who's doing some free flows on her Instagram right now? Shy. You know what you can do, Jenny? Jenny, why don't you try some yoga was shy <laughs> all right so then next thing we have is jenny not wanting to wear the sling anymore because she feels like i don't know maybe she doesn't want to look weak in front of her daughter also she needs to do some mopping around the home and with that mop speaking oh. of said fucking mop this woman she look at gets it. the 
dirtiest mop. mop. And those are one of those mop heads that you can take off and wash. Yeah, you could bleach it. You yeah. Really, you bleach it. Yeah, you can come, you could take them off and you could wash it and then put on a new one. And she is mopping her ugly ass tiled floor. Okay, it's fine. I don't think so. I think you're wrong. I think your dead wrong is ugly because you can't really, that kind of floor is what you would put like in a space where you don't like a patient's like a hospital patient room because it could be dirty and you wouldn't know because of those splats of gray. Now, will anyone, will anything talk you out? Well, okay, first of all, here's my question. You know, skinny jeans are out. You know that, right? Ugh. And will anything... I just got used to them, and they're out already. They've only been in for like 10 12 years. years. 12 years, okay. at least. And look at her. Look at her jeans. Well, what jeans are we supposed to be wearing, Chris? Not those jeans. Tell me what, what like, fit. Loose fit, boyfriend fit, um, straight leg, or if you want to do boot cut, you can, but I would, I would do relaxed fit, relaxed fit or straight leg. Okay, I got to go to Old Navy and find some pants because I've gained Just a lot of weight and I can't wear anything. Levi's. We have to get Levi's is the one again. Levi's. Okay. Okay. All righty. Anyways, this mop, dirty ass mop head. She's like mopping with it. And so Sumit says nothing. I'm not going to that house. I don't care what anybody says. Oh my God. I can't believe it. I mean, like why? Again, like you, also, yeah, yeah. She, he, they're all, they're both dirty because he also was very proud of the decorating and of the cleaning that he said he did in order and like for the daughter to come or whatever they both just seem like dirty ass people that just want to be dirty together or whatever and like blame each other he blames her for the lifestyle that he truly wants to live yeah so daughter christina gets there jenny wants uh jenny just hugs her daughter for so long it's so sad so cute you know she just misses her so much she's like you know like doesn't have anyone besides sumit and sumit's you know family who hates her great so christina has a lot to say to sumit but first they eat a bomb ass meal created by sumit and let me tell you there was chana involved in that there was there was all kinds of delicious items going on and he garnished it and it was rice and there was roti and i was here for every last single morsel of it okay yeah it looks so much better than that like fried egg bread he made earlier but like no it all looks good stop judging it it looks all amazing but Um, he definitely cut parsley the man cut parsley and then put parsley in like a little here's the thing i've been like playing with my hair this whole time oh my god (laughs) goddamn cat here put it in here so then the daughter says hey my mom is here by my by herself you have to get your family on board or else because she doesn't have anybody to support her. And even if your family takes you back, they're not going to take her back. And so Christina has to try to relay this to Sumit and Sumit does not give one fuck. He's like, listen, Jenny will be fine. She's going to die in what? 10 years. My mom is not going to die in 10 years. I have to get in good with them. Okay. My mom mom does yoga and also my dad stays home. So if she ever falls, like, you know, my dad will make sure that she's okay. Like pick her up. Now we're telling, you know, as you know, I won't be doing that for Jenny. Jenny's going to fall. I won't find her for the next three days. Yeah. So he's not worried about it. He's like, I hear what you're saying, but I don't give a shit. I got to get back in good with my family by hook or by crook and it'll be fine. Jenny's going to have to get used to it. So there's that next couple that we are going to talk about. This is the icing on the cake. This is the cherry with the whipped cream. And this was Kimbali and Uzman because so many great things happened in this episode. First is that we get to see, I mean, just some lovely customs and garments 
from a Hausa family. We get to see a mother and a young daughter. I'm too young if you ask me. Listen, I know culturally like people marry whomever, but like a 33-year-old man marrying an 18-year-old woman, I get it. It's culture. It's custom. It's not America. It's weird for me. That's it. I'm not saying it's weird in general. Just weird for me. So like seeing this 18-year-old girl like be kind of foisted onto this 33-year-old man who has a propensity for wrinkled white women from the U.S. Like I just feel bad for her. That shouldn't be her lot in life. She She should be with a man who isn't interested in that as his first or other wife. Oh, absolutely. But instead, she's like, oh, I know him. I hear him on the radio. That's like my jam. I'm like, that's like that Usman, that soldier boy. And now I get to like meet up with him or whatever. But at the same time, she does a couple of things masterfully. First of all, she has the best koi game ever. I mean, it is like koi. She uses these eyes in such a way when he sees, when she looks at him, that's like an up down thing that is like, textbook textbook um do we have it here okay we have the video of it oh yeah that's what i'm saying the video of it is this first of all thank you so much yes tlc gave us like princess music like as if you know she just came out down the stairs of like a grand foyer like in her ball gown type music like and the shot going up again from her feet to her legs just to like showcase what a beautiful figure what a young morsel she is and as she sits down and he talks to her she's just like yeah constantly like barely making eye contact How do you do that? I've never, okay, I've had people, women, tell me that I would clean up if I could just practice being a little more demure. And I'll tell you, being demure is one of the hardest things for me. It's true, well. Who's told you that? Oh, older women. Older women have come to me and, and been like, the way you get a man is that you have to you have to act more demure. Oh, specifically you? Yes, me. Yes, yes. I'm Chris Farah. Yes. Not just like the way women get men. They, no. They care the way they say. Yeah. Is, yes. I don't. I'm upset with that. I know, and there's been so many times where I'm like, Have they said that in front of your dad? Yes. Can you tell me the exact words that they said? De- try being more demure. And did you ask them what that meant? No, because I know what the word means. Oh, I, well, I, I want to. I want them to say specifically what that means for you. I think that I. I think that they think that my personality comes off as being, you know, domineering and or a, a co- overly confident or somewhat assertive and or something that just feels a little like maybe having a soft to me would benefit you are listen Chris is not domineering at all Chris is like yeah no a girl you be like so scattered all the time like you're like I don't I don't quite know what where am I right now like you're so like not that you are demure I mean you're maybe you're you're louder like when we're in that fucking village town that she's just hollering across the table at me but like (laughs) 
we're in this town where they gave us a wedge of iceberg lettuce smothered it. in not ranch. Not, not, no, I mean, no, not no, a no. crouton, not, not a piece a of cheese, carrot. not a carrot, not a tomato. It is a wedge. Fourth of an iceberg lettuce smothered in ranch. Oh. And she tells this lady when there's only two things on the menu. Medium rare charred on the outside, outside, please. Philadelphia style. That's how I like my steak. <laughs> so, so I'm like, <laughs> that's the only time she's like assertive when she's like ordering food. Oh, I get crazy for some reason. I like n- nothing makes me like need an Ativan more than right before I order something. For some reason, like I get uh, super anxious about it. So I like want things my way. I get controlling about my food. Anyway, we all. Think. Yeah. So for someone to tell you that you're to be more demure, I think what they're meaning is just to be quiet, be more quiet. Is that what they mean? Because yeah. like you're not aggressive and over overpower unless you're trying to convince me to do something you really want me to do. So they're telling me to shut up. Is that what you're telling yeah, me? Yeah, I feel like they're just, just telling like, you to be quiet more. and like just listen, listen I gotta more. do this. I gotta do what this girl is doing. And what she is doing is like some eye thing. Okay, let's like, it's just like looking to the side, looking down, smirking, looking up, kind of nervously moving your hands about. But this girl, I mean, Farida, she's she knows what's going on because she's a young woman in the year 2022. Mm-hmm. No matter where she is in the world, we have this little thing called social media, which uniformly and almost unilaterally connects people so even if things are done slightly different in your country you still get a glimpse of what the outside world is doing and she ain't no fool she's seen this man on social media she's probably seen pictures of baby girl lisa she knows what she's getting into this isn't a a quiet village girl she speaks english and if she doesn't speak english at least there's no word in his language for serious because she says the word serious to him and he says one line to her in English as well. So I think she does speak English. Maybe she doesn't. I mean, because her ITM or her confessionals was in her language. But like, I just feel like she's more learned than a normal village girl who probably doesn't have social media and doesn't know what's going on around her. I agree. I agree. And I like the fact that she stood up for herself. So basically yeah. they talk or whatever. And he's like, oh, you're, you know, like I wanted to leave. But then I saw you're so beautiful. She's like, mm-hmm. and then he's, she's, he's like, basically they know why they're there which is their moms want them to like get married or whatever and so he's like i want to be uh, straight with you i have this other woman and blah 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 and uh how do you feel if i got married to her first and she's like surely no 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 listen we both know that your mom wants me to be the first wife so that you'll have kids we both know that so why even bring it up it's a non factor and she's 18 and he's 33 also he doesn't have to tell her about kimbali if if culture would to be any kind of thing i mean obviously maybe the mother has told the other mother about it so that she's not going in completely blind because there are women trying to get, go against kimbali and and uzman's foolishness but also she's like i know who you are i've seen you on social media mm-hmm. uh, and she is on tv yeah, she and she's gorgeous. great yeah just the best what do they do honey a star's born i mean yeah so basically he asks for her number and she he's just like okay well 
you know, uh, we have to get to know each other. She's like, yeah, I'm not saying we're gonna get married right now, weirdo. Like, let's just like see how it goes, you know? Like, I'm hot. And he's like, yeah, I know. He's like, how many suitors are after you? She's like, none. But why would I tell you even if there was? Yeah. I'm not gonna say my business. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, there must be so many people. She's like, yeah, no, no one's serious, but come on. So then they end that relation, they end that time together, and he's a little torn, but he goes back to Kimbali and she's like, So, how was your meeting date? Whatever, how did it go? Tell me everything, step by step. Tell me everything. And he's like, I met this woman, she's this lady, she's nice, but I told you know, I don't know something. I don't know what happened actually. I zoned out at that I'll point. He's like, She's nice, uh, she's okay looking at first, is what he says. He's like, uh, and but you know, it's like I just met her and I have to find out who she is you know this took so long for me to get with you you used to be for potential and now you got to girlfriend and then later on he's like look she's very beautiful but uh you know uh i have to get to know her so we'll just see and it's like i wanted kim bully to jump on the fact that he went from saying that she was like okay or just fine looking to very beautiful and he doesn't tell kim bully that he asked the other girl to be like wife number two and that she said no oh he also doesn't tell her that he asked and got her number or did he no. they're gonna get to know each other well mm. yeah and they he he, he left it open-ended saying that like she's nice but we'll see you know so he never he definitely wasn't like i asked her if he had she had any suitors because she couldn't possibly not because she was in fact so beautiful and so young and so fertile you know fertile fertile yeah. You know, so, uh, fertile, um, a word oh, that at Sumit, fertile. yeah, that Sumit, Sumit had said that Jenny at her, at her age was in fact fragile. But when he said fragile, he said it in such a way that sounded like Jenny in her age is quite fragile, fertile. And <laughs> Wa was like, did he just say fertile? I think he said fertile. And then the producers knew what he was trying to say. And so then they just changed it, the like wording in the like. Fragile to fragile, fertile. Mm-hmm. So basically, uh, Jen. So then, okay, we're going number. We're actually talking about Usman and Kimberly. Kimberly then notices that Usman is not wearing his f- ring yeah. and is pissed. She's been pissed. She was like, "This f- went and go went and visit a woman while I was here, and I let him." Like she's already mad or whatever. But then, yeah, she obviously proposed just to brand him like the cattle that she that she thinks everyone else is in the world. Like she thinks that Usman's hers. She thinks that Usman has a second wife, that a person will literally be cattle, try to buy the mom, that will like, you know, bear him children. So basically she's like, where was the brand that I branded you last night in the form of one of the rings? Because I bought two to make sure that it would fit you on your ringer. And he's like, oh, in my culture, we don't really wear them. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, so, you know, I didn't. He's like, but she's, you know, I can't remember her name now. But the beautiful housewoman, she's like, he's like, she's on social media. She's going to know what that ring signifies. So that's why I didn't wear it. So I was like, yeah, Usman, thank you. So he told the cameras in his ITM something separate than what he told Kimbali to her face. Mm. Now, here's here's the other thing that happens in this segment. Oh, okay. Is <laughs> we get an emergency meeting. No. Set up Paul, by the by Eldas. The Eldas. Yeah. By the mother and Muhammad. And they sit down and he then pleads his case again, Usman, saying that he really wants Kimbali to be the first wife in front of her. And she, I know she's so happy on the inside that she's like sucking her cheeks in together. And she's like, thank you, Usman. Thank you, Usman, so much. Guys, if you want a really good impression of Kimbali, you have to watch Reality Gaze. Yeah, Matt Mar does. Uh, Matt Mar does an amazing 
impression of her. Yeah, Wasn't you can also Uma? go to their Instagram and see at least his version of the proposal. I mean, oh, do either one to your it is so It is so good. So at Reality Gaze Instagram. So then they sit down and Farouk, and that's not Farouk, it's Muhammad. Muhammad. So Muhammad produces a piece of paper and they read it over and it's a contract. And it's, yeah. it outlines all the things that Kim Ali must do, which is she must allow her husband to come home once a quarter. So every three months, which I'm like, Kimberly's like done. He can't go home for two years anyway. So it doesn't matter <laughs> until he gets his permanent green card. <laughs> also like, is who's paying for that? Yeah. I think they're her. I think they're, they're needing for her to pay for him to go home every quarter. Going home once every three months is a lot. A lot. Going to Africa four times a year and you're not a rich person. Yes. Is a lot. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. It's like 2000 each time. And it's not just like 2000 of like, you know, whatever. It's like 2000 and spending money because, you know, when he gets there, he's going to have to bring gifts and buy things and, you know, because he's rich in America or whatever. And then um, that he's allowed to have a second wife and that's that is going to allow him to have kids. And what was the other thing? I didn't write it down. Oh, that their property would be each and solely theirs. Oh, yeah. That she doesn't get any like, I guess, property in. Africa or in Nigeria anywhere like whatever the property is it's split so that she doesn't basically basically she has no rights to his stuff in Nigeria yeah so she starts reading it and by the way for a moment when she starts reading it I was like I, is there gonna be a clause about like her giving him they're giving them money for a second and I was like really hoping there wouldn't be Which <laughs> it wasn't. and then so she reads it and she realizes that it's ba- basically a, a contract saying that these are their stipulations but that if she says yes to these three things, which she's willing to say yes to, that she can, in fact, be married to Usman. So she's... Is this a blessing? Is this a blessing? Oh, my God, it's a blessing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is It is the blessing that she's wanted. So she's, like, so excited. She, like, squeals, you know, and then, like, Usman's like, okay, everyone, let's get a smile. Mommy, let's get a smile. And then Usman's mom just, like, it feels like the producers do this to us, like, in the editors, like, makes it feel like it takes... 20 seconds for Usman's mom to like warm up her facial cheek muscles to like go from like a, a... Ah! Oh. <laughs> you guys should be on Patreon watching Chris do that you know, it was just so like it was just like oh 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 there's a smile you know it's very like what i do to toddlers yeah there's a smile oh you do i see you get high from your mtt you give me that smile god that's this is intense this is so intense (laughs) this is so intense this is what i do he's a cutie tv he's a cutie that's what I do. I like it. I like it. I, like it. I rub their belly and I go, "You a cutie? Thank you, cute." And I cute. Then they go, and I'm like, "You're so cute." I do. Well, Donnie they still love loves it. to be tickled to this day. I am the tickle master. As he got older too, I, I'm like, "Hey, what's what's this?" Oh. Yeah, this is that reaction. What's yeah. happening? No, Let me see it. Let me see it. Let me see it. And he gets he gets gets really excited. Okay, anyways. So Kimberly hugs everybody. She tells the mother she's short, and <laughs> she... oh yeah, that was so that was that was it, oh, it's because they've always been sitting. It's because yeah. Kimberly never ever stood up when Usman's mom ever entered a room, which always to me felt violently, aggressively rude. Violent. 
So I was always like, is that why you don't know how tall she is? Because you should have already, like, you should have been, like, bending down and, like, kissing some toes at some point. Well, the woman didn't want her in her bloody house. So, like, it almost makes sense to me a little bit. May God take this woman away from us. I know. Let's release us from the prison of this woman. take this woman from us and never let us bear eyes on this woman again, please, dear God. Inshallah. (laughs) So, anyways, that's the end of the episode. My favorite part of this Yeah. Talking with everyone? Yeah. Wait, we talking about Libby? Oh, wow! We didn't. (laughs) I'm not talking about them, girl. What happened? Okay, I'll tell you. Chuck, Chuck, Chuck wants her to tell her family, and then also suggests that they go to therapy. And she's like, I don't know. And then she tells Andre, Yeah, maybe I should go to therapy. Andre's like, What fucking fucking kinds of fuck 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 fuck? Yeah, there is no Ellie. You know, we didn't take not a note on them. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why. Like, she yeah. They already are dropping. Okay, this is basically what happens, okay? Libby, I'll tell you what, this is basically what happens. Look, come on. (laughs) Libby obviously is hot off of her like social media stunt where she like goes to the Grand Canyon and like the stupid signs say what we are expecting a baby, but like no one gets it. And then she puts a sisters or mom and so they're awkward about it they see it on instagram and they don't text her because they're like i'm sure becky and buki side text each other like dude did you just did you see what libby posted what are you talking about no go to libby's instagram right now and then like they go to libby's instagram it's just like we are expecting a baby and boosh boosh bosh bosh underneath you know whatever i don't know romanian anyway and like you know Ellie barely holding that sign, not doing the Lord's work, the sun's in her eyes, whatever the Grand, Grand Canyon. I mean, also, I just love the fact they're standing in front of the Grand Canyon as if the Grand Canyon's like site is like, don't look at that. Look at this. Anyway, so, you know, they haven't texted Libby, right? They also like hate her or whatever. And the mom, I don't know. The mom not texting Libby is really suspect. And actually, Libby not texting her mom, I think, is the rudest because all Libby should be mad about her mom for is what? That she that she invited you and that she invited her son and you decided to not go. You're not. So why are you mad at your mom? She's still going to have her birthday. You're the one that decided not to go all for other kids. When that's not your mom's fault, you know, like she's allowed to do whatever she wants to do. Her sisters, your sisters did what they are Becky and Buki doing, you know, like, so anyway, so God bless. So Libby's mad that no, no one texted her back or whatever. And so, Andre is going to now use that fact to be like, oh, your family's more shit than even I thought, you know, like, you know, just like, I, how does it even get shittier for your family, you know? And because they also, of course, because of course Libby wants to have this, which is a gender reveal party. And just like, here's, when you're on your kid number two, you don't have to do all the things. I will say that like, you know, but I will say she is, aiming for another a push present she didn't get a push present this time andre had to learn about a lot of the like super white lady american uh, culture stuff like push presents and baby moons and things like that like he doesn't know about that like shit you know like could you imagine having to be like andre now the thing is when we're like when we're pregnant we get to go on a vacation when i'm pregnant and it's just called a baby moon and it's like a vacation because i'm gonna have a baby and then you just buy me a present when I have a baby and it's the push present because I had to push it out. It's a thing. Yeah. And look on Wikipedia. No, it's a total, it's a total thing. I don't even know what happened. Honestly, I was going to try to interject, but I don't know. I didn't watch their segments. Yeah. So basically, I mean, so yeah. So Chuck is singing the same note he's always singing, which is, eh. 
I'm just kidding. I won't do that joke again. But Chuck is doing the same shit he always does, which is like, I want my family to get together. I want my family to get together, right? You know, when I had cancer, yeah, I almost died that time. <laughs> For someone who always wants his family to get together, he sure divorced Libby's mom, right? I mean, he was probably cheating or doing some shady shit. I'm just saying. You know, like it isn't like your your whole family's broken up because you divorced their mom. That's why your family's broken up if you want to get to the bottom of things. But okay, if I'm just a bitch, listen, I'm a bitch. It's a salty part of the show. But anyway, yeah, so he is just going to, of course, set up another like necessary segment where Charlie and Andre are face to face because, you know, Andre's forced to go because Libby's like, you have to like try, Andre. It's my family. We have to see who's doing this. And then Andre wants to maybe like go and confront the people that's talking to immigration, you know, and then like, I don't know. Uh, and then Becky and Buki are like going to be there because any sort of like camera time is good time for them. Yeah. How's Megan and how's her feet? Oh my God. They are um, doing well and they're making money and they're moisturized. Oh, are they moisturized? I'm guessing not. Okay. So basically that's what happened with them. And I, you know, I don't know. I, we, we do know now that they had a child and that it's a boy and the boy, I think it's named Winston. What? Winston. Are they Jamaican? Why would you name your child Winston? That's a very British like hoity-toity name to do. And it's like a last name turned into a first name. Because it's Libby. Because yeah. it's not a Libby thing. Come on. That makes sense. That's, that has Libby written all over it. But anyway, yeah. I uh, We will see what happens. And uh, the gender reveal better have her singing. You know, I'm sick of her not taking advantage of being on the show and selling the product that she business that she comes up with that's why you're on a show like this you know mm-hmm. but here we are guys this obviously has been a really fun season of 90 day fiance that we've been recast episode and we don't talk about them anyway which we always talk about the fact we don't talk about them and there was angela and michael and we didn't uh, talk about them at all but we will bring up the fact that at one point angel's wearing what looked like a very share from clueless outfit in there and that's all i'll say about that um, it was like they ill plaid print okay and also we are watching love after lockup so that episode is already up so you can listen to that wherever you listen to your podcasts now why if you want to watch me like play with my hair throughout the majority and comb out with my fingers uh my hair the majority of this podcast or like watch you play on your phone looking up nail ninja which i guess is like where she's gonna get her nails done next (laughs) you know like if you wanted to see all the thrilling visual details of this how would you do it so you can find us on patreon.com slash docusweeties on our ten dollar tier which is all that we have for right now we're doing our best to get more content out so if you are joining us you were we know you love us we know you just are like down for the cause and down to help us get these videos edited and you do you pay our editor so that's really awesome because you know we don't make no money we do this for the love of you so there's that and then you can also follow us on social media. Sure, we exist on Instagram. That's free. It's called DocuSweeties. Also, we're on TikTok and Twitter at DocuSweeties1. And sometimes, you know, we tweet fun things. Sometimes we even leave fun comments on fun things. So if you see a comment of you, of ours around, you can go ahead and like it and give us a little comment underneath. We like that kind of shit. Yeah. You guys, I have been up since 4.30 this morning. It is... 10 56 maybe it's maybe it's like 10 though because i was in a different time zone when i woke up at 4 30 this morning but i'm very tired 
Um, um, no, I'm bright. Bright as the day. So we love you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening. And wherever you're listening, wherever you're listening, please rate us five stars. Um, we are very tired. But listen, we're doing the Lord's work. And we're so thankful uh, that you're listening. And and don't sorry that I don't be a stranger. And sorry that I said that we're listening three times in a row. <laughs> okay, my loves. Thank you again. We'll see and talk to you later. Bye. Bye.